gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that always sings "Dirty Pop, Bidikung, but I'm Pop." <laughs> I don't know those. Do you know those words? No. I just always kind of like. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Guts. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality, and today we're going to talk about SCOTUS. Yeah, that it stands for the Supreme Court of the United States. SCOTUS implied in that is of america it sounds like somebody that would be like a mechanic at a garage in louisiana like that's baba that's cooter and that's scotus <laughs> i thought it sounded like um if your balls uh, accidentally touched water and you didn't expect it you'd be like oh scotus <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't expect it um but first but first uh do you have anything i have that one thing do you want to go first or last last Great. So uh, I have last <laughs> second. Second is the f- the first last place, especially when there are two people. Okay, go, go ahead. So first thing, I thought this was really interesting. So there's there's apparently a really highly organized sex party in New York, um, <laughs> and it's called Anonymous. It's a private party in Brooklyn. Wait. Is this the same as Anonymous, the hackers? <laughs> yeah, I think they, they're the ones that organize it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so. Wait, okay. This is making me think that Anonymous, the hacker group, and Alcoholics Anonymous all got together and they're like, you know what? We haven't been fucking recently. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all do that. Yep. Okay, yep. great. So they are under fire, or there's controversy, because they charge $65 or $25. They charge $65 for bottoms and $25 for tops. Why the... Where is this? New York. Okay, so Brooklyn. New York... Okay, huh. Could be... Or, or, in Seattle, tops are a rarity. Yeah. Uh, I thought... I figured New York was all tops. Like, all, like, finance bro tops. Yeah, so on the surface, it seems like maybe bottom shaming. Like, you should pay more because you're less of a person. Hmm. Or... Um, I don't know. I just assume it's like supply and demand. You're close. It's because they only had a limited number of spots for bottoms because they had their places that they were supposed to be. And their whole job is to just lay there and take it. Amen. Over and over and over again from all of the tops. Uh, So they wanted to create a lots of tops to not many bottoms ratio because they had a limited number of bottom stalls. (laughs) And, And so that's how they wanted to get that ratio going by making it cheaper for tops and encouraging them to come. Ha! Spell come. I get it. I so get it. I want to live in New York. I, <laughs> have, is there a Seattle? Ver- okay, no. I'm, not, I'm in a committed relationship with an amazing man. But if he, like, let's say he just, like, died randomly, <laughs> I might attend that party. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm plotting any kind of murder, just putting that out there. Well, there's that there's that really very famous phrase, what happens in Brooklyn stays in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> what happens in Uranus stays in Uranus. <laughs> Until you shit it out. <laughs> um, so this guy named Luke 
there's no last name. His name is Luke. Just He's one Luke. of the organizers. Um, said, I knew people. What, that's probably because it's anonymous. <laughs> right. His name isn't actually Luke. Oh, and his name is Luke Anonymous? <laughs> yes. The anonymous family is hosting this. Yes. It's in their the anonymous mansion. Um, I knew people were in fact hungry for this type of party. I actually didn't create the top and bottom pricing. That was suggested by the same cum dump who suggested the party. Apparently cum dump is a... Uh, Noun. It's a noun. It's describing a person. It's a, 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 a label that they use to describe themselves. It's like a practically a pronoun. <laughs> the, the way the party works is that Bottoms volunteer as a cum dump. They are placed into position for the entirety of the party and stay there as long as they want. Mike, you have me rethinking my relationship. This is all like very sexy. Um, he also said that versatile men could participate at the party provided they can play as a top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's what versatile they can't just switch over to being a bottom during the party because the bottoms have already volunteered for a limited number of spots in advance <laughs> luke added how did this become a news story is uh, what i want to know pink, pink news i read pink news pretty often oh, okay um, which is awesome because it's it's from the uk mm. so they have sort of a global sluttiness about them <laughs> 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 think global act slutty uh luke added i hope this clears up some of the controversy <laughs> <laughs> did you really say that yeah oh he was his are you luke <laughs> is that is that you i wish i had a shocking or controversial reason for charging bottoms more but no i just wanted to center a party around bottoms who have a gangbang fantasy and that means making it easier to attend if you're eager to play the complimentary role in the scene oh yeah Anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting. Uh, moving on. I love my boyfriend. Every, <laughs> that's fine. Yes, moving on. Um, so the family of Aaron Salazar released a statement on Wednesday. Oh. And um, Wednesday, so of last week for people listening. Correct. Yes. And I just want to read their statement because it gives a lot of food for thought. Apparently he's still in the coma, still recovering. But the, the letter said, as Aaron's father and mother, we are releasing our official first public statement on what has happened with our son. We have many problems with Amtrak's press conference today. I guess they had a press conference today. First and foremost, Amtrak is a for-profit company that is currently investigating its own case to prevent any liability. See? Amtrak police. Yeah. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. I, yes. Okay, sorry. This is serious. No, uh, from the very start, they ruled this case an attempted suicide. Yeah. Their investigators gave us misleading information, including telling us that they had a witness who saw Aaron jump out a window on the train. When we fact-checked their claim and confronted the detective, he simply backpedaled his statement. What? Yeah, that person didn't exist. Uh, Amtrak's investigators only investigated the case as an attempt at suicide. Second, regarding the Amtrak chief of police's statement, his claims about Aaron's injuries falling from a train are not consistent with what anyone who has seen Aaron can attest to. For one, those burns that were supposedly from jumping out of a train are not consistent with the facts because Aaron's genes were not damaged and his injuries themselves do not match jumping out of a train. So his crotch burn, his genes weren't burned, just his junk on the inside. Oh, so if it's a suit, if he jumped out of a train, it's not going to go to his it's not going to bypass his genes into his and burn his dick and we've talked about like any kind of especially when it comes to gay or trans people like or queer people in general like any kind of action to people's genitals is a very specific act that has implications that involve their sexual actions or assumed sexual actions or gender identity which is yeah that's okay angry 
We are also surprised by this false theory because they have never had medical experts examine his body to determine the cause of his injuries. Their form of investigation has been little more than a smear campaign to sweep Aaron's story under the rug like Robin Putnam's case a few years ago. Um, I'm going to suggest that maybe we do an episode about people who mysteriously die on Amtrak. Yes, I (laughs) 100% want to do that because like, yeah, this does. I am not like a conspiracy person in general. I think that's silly, but like when you have a repeated pattern of, I agree a for-profit company, they don't want this type of thing to, to get released to the public. And, and everything I've seen says that the way that Amtrak handles cases of death on their trains are like really fucked up and like, yeah, you, you need a medical medical examiner to look at a body and decide the cause of death. And yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I understand. We talked about it last time. Why like having a a police department for a train system makes sense because you're you're traveling while this is happening, but maybe not have the company also run the police. There should be like (laughs) a a train police department. Yeah. A trained train police department. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, or like what happens on planes when people commit crimes on planes? Cause that's the same thing. I think is that the, the, is that the federal the NTSA of, NTSB? What's the FFA federal or something? FAA sure. federal aviation administration. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the, it's the NTSB, the national terminal transportation safety board sure yeah yeah that sounds good national transportation safety board so yeah they're the ones that find the black box and and investigate that's racist (laughs) um oh yeah uh so there was also somebody in the comments section said anytime the law can say a gay man killed himself they will what's one more dead queer to them Mm. i thought that was really chilling yeah. And, and that's true. Like, you know, the, the movies we see and the fact that gay people are more likely to have depression, more likely to commit suicide makes that an easy go to strategy. And the fact that they like the family said, the fact that they had pre- these preconceived ideas of what the cause of death was before they started investigating means they're not open to other ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. Okay, yeah, we definitely have to do an Amtrak. Yep, and we'll continue episode. to follow this story. I, I hope that he pulls out of it. I really do. And then Is he still in his, uh, in a coma? Still in a hotel, uh, hotel. <laughs> still in a hospital in Reno, uh, recovering. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, lastly, you may have heard this week that Trump canceled his invitation for the philadelphia eagles to visit the white house yeah he seems to he invites people and then when they don't want to come he's like oh i you're not invited yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so uh it it turns out that fewer than 10 players were scheduled to appear Mm. and that's when he canceled it and only one person had for sure committed publicly to going to the party so the 10 people were like, it's like any Evite in Seattle. Yeah. You're like, one person said yes. 200 people said maybe. The one person that was a firm yes, Big Dick Nick. <laughs> what? Big Dick Nick Foles uh, was the one that said yes, he would go. He um, can't kneel because otherwise his dick would just. 
I'm guessing that's why over. Trump canceled. He like the like the the only I have a tiny penis. The only guy that's going to be there is this monster <laughs> cock. No, can't do I can't that. Can't stand next no. to him. That doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out that he's a big old Trump supporter. So oh. it just just goes to show that just because you have a giant penis doesn't make you a good person. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already knew that because of all the people I've slept with and that weren't great. Yeah, but I did get to see him one more time. Which is that's all you cared about. Anyway, that's your that's your BDN update. <laughs> yeah, it's, you have your like Colton Haynes updates and BDN updates. Yep. There's like a few people that are just. I feel like I need a third one so that I Darren can do Chris. like. Oh yeah, Darren Chris. Of course. Oh god. You spent I cut <laughs> when you talked about Darren Chris. <laughs> I cut about twenty minutes worth of your like <laughs> celebration of the beauty of Darren Chris, and you just sounded so earnest about mm-hmm. like I left in parts where you were just like, he's just so. Pretty. Like, you just love he him. He's just so pretty. I know. Okay, we're not going to do this again. But, hmm? Colton, call me, because he's actually gay. He's actually gay. Darren yeah, Chris only Darren plays gay many times. Um, okay, I'm going to... Do it. ...go into our listener mailbag and tell you about a message we got from um, a trans guy that... Uh, his name is AEC. Oh, yeah, I read this one. Yeah, yeah okay. I like well, it. Yeah. Okay. So he said, um, I recently discovered your podcast by chance and have been enjoying it immensely as I catch up on the older episodes. I'm writing in response to a question posed on the penis episode, which dicks. dicks. It's called dicks. <laughs> it's called dicks. I appreciate the, yeah. Um, if we were better people, we would like smooth over some of these. Okay. Uh, do some trans guys sit to pee? Speaking as a trans guy, yes, some of us do. I personally do. There are a host of reasons why, but the short answer is I never mastered using an eh, using an STP, stand to pee device. I didn't know they were called that. That's really interesting. <laughs> uh, disliked jamming bits of plastic into my delicate nether nethers multiple times throughout the day, which I didn't even think of that of like... Of course, yeah, like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, and I didn't realize that about stand up devices that you had to do that. So, um, and as someone who transitioned at 30 instead of 20, I give far fewer fucks about what hypothetical cis guys might be thinking of my peeing practices, which yeah. I fucking love. Yeah, That's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. I don't care what you think. Yep. I'm just fucking. I'm just you. gonna pee. I'm just gonna pee in the bathroom. <laughs> deal with your own shit, and I'll deal with my own shit occasionally, literally. Um, yeah. So uh, that is a uh, actual trans person's perspective on the uh, bathroom and peeing discussion. Yeah, and thank thank you for telling us that it's See, it's good because we talk out of our asses a lot about shit that we don't know anything about, and so it's <laughs> it's nice to have some like backup. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> also. I don't know if you saw this. We got a review that... Uh, I don't look at the reviews. Oh, so you don't... You're not as obsessive of... Uh, neither do I. I'm totally chill, everyone. Well, it's because I don't have any Apple products in my home. I barely let you bring your laptop. That's true. <laughs> that is true. You are violently opposed to both the fruit and the devices. Mm-hmm. Um, so I we got a, uh, a review that most... They said they mostly like the, P, the PCAST. <laughs> that was... A podcast, except for when we talked about trans issues, and in particular, they called out that um, the Ali Steinfeld episode, they didn't like that we were talking about a trans person's murder with all the jokes. And they said, you know, you don't have to make jokes all the time, which I totally get that. Like, that is not for that style. Like, 
joking about a murder, especially one like so like so recent and also so, you know, represents the broader issue of trans people getting murdered, which directly affects trans people right now um, that have to worry about being themselves that we have to worry about walking into a fucking bathroom. So I totally get that feedback. I'm not going to. It's not going to change. We're going to keep joking about things that you shouldn't joke about, but, but I totally understand that feedback and where it comes from. So, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, there, there, there are a lot of equally inappropriate things we joke about, <laughs> you know, just pick picking up a episode and you'll, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So at least, you know, we have at least a couple trans supporters that like us. Yay. Until this person gets to the Ellie Steinfeld episode, and they're going to be like, hey, I sent you that email. By the way, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to talk about the Supreme Court? Let's talk about the Supreme Court of the United States of okay. America. Of, <laughs> of America. Sco- it should be Scotusa. Yeah. Right? Scotusa. Scotusa. That's better. Yeah. yeah Scotus. Yeah. Okay. First, uh-huh. put your papers down. Can you name all the justices? <laughs> you don't even have to put my paper down for that. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. End of list. Notorious a- Antony Scalia. Scalia's dead. <laughs> oh, you're talking about current, current ones. Current alive Supreme alive Court Supreme. Okay, well, now that I know all the parameters, no, I <laughs> don't know any of the other ones. Really? Jonathan. One of them's named John. Shut the fuck up. I know that. Jonathan, how about... I, th- he, I think he goes by John. His full name is Jonathan. Okay. I'm going by the full names of the justices, <laughs> probably. Uh, give me... This is like Wheel of Fortune. Vanessa. Is that her name? Vanessa White? Vanna. Vanna White? Vanna. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't even get the name. Vanna, show me Tom. No Tom. No Tom. Damn it. Oh, yeah, there is. What? Sorry, his name is Thomas. Of course, <laughs> we're going but that's by his, the... But that's his last name. Yeah, that's what I meant. Clarence Thomas. Yeah, that's what, his, that's what I was talking about. All right, I'm doing so good. <laughs> You're doing so good. How about show me uh, Jonathan? We already did that name. Did I? Yeah, John Roberts, the, the, the chief justice. Yeah, I was just reiterating, like, <laughs> don't be so negative. Um, <laughs> show me uh, Bradley. Okay, nope. You've got two more girls to name. I'm sorry. Ladies can't be on the Supreme Court. There have only been four in the history of the court. Shut the fuck up. That's S- start, fucked up. Starting with Sandra Day O'Connor. And now there are three currently on the court and all time high. Oh, fuck. That's so. <laughs> That's so. Fu- I had no idea. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Instead of being sad about it, though. Sorry. Can, okay. We'll can be you happy. No, no, I can't. Give me a, a, a Sally. No, no one named Sally can be a Supreme Court justice. Well, Sandra was. Sandra Day O'Connor. But her... Did she go by Sally? Yeah. <laughs> Sally O'Connor. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, you can tell me. Uh, Elena Kagan and Elena's... Sonia Sotomayor. Oh, I've heard I've heard those. And, and RBG. RBG, yeah. Those are the three ladies. Okay. So you've got those three. Uh-huh. Clarence Thomas, John Roberts. And the others. At all. <laughs> what are the other ones, Mike? How about the new one? I don't know. I don't have them in front of me either, by the way. So this oh. might go badly. Oh, okay. Uh, um, Gorsuch. Neil Gorsuch is the brand new one. Okay. Th- uh, did Trump appoint him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Stole it, more like. Because Obama appointed everyone was like, nee, nah. 
Okay. Uh, Kennedy, Anthony Kennedy. John F. Kennedy? <laughs> His ghost is a Supreme Court justice? Yep. Ooh, okay. That must be awkward to like, you can't look directly at the head wound. You got to like yeah. pretend it's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Plus he's like 115 now or something. So, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh man. There's two more. Yeah. There's two more. Oh, Sam Alito. Okay. And either Stevens or Breyer maybe. Now I gotta look. Yeah, who you, was yeah. who was missing? <laughs> it's the person that is apparently the least important justice, <laughs> because you can't think of the ninth person's name. And it's like so fuck. If we were a fair Briar Stephen Briar. Oh, you okay? If we were a fair like, women make up half the population. Yeah, so right. generally, there should be roughly half of the justices that are female. Um, so that's very clear evidence to me that um, I mean, not that anyone needed more evidence that women are not treated fairly in this country but that's not what this is about this is gayish we don't care about women on this show unless you're lesbian great great <laughs> um, uh except, you, just, except you mom love you mom yeah ma johnson you're the best <laughs> uh you just wanted to embarrass me for that segment that was just well and embarrass myself like I, I, but I, you knew like more things than me yeah yeah that's, who, but that who actually out. knows? <laughs> who actually knows the name of all nine? I have a degree in government. You'd think that I would just know this. Well, I have a degree in business. You'd think I would business be richer. better. Be richer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm going to tell you about Lawrence v. Texas. Okay. Um, who is Lawrence? And, and who, what did he do in Texas? And who is Texas? <laughs> okay. Before I get to that, uh, so. Let me set the stage for you. In the 19th and 20th centuries, punishment for sodomy included, depending on the state, but included fines, life in prison, denial of voting rights, and in Wikipedia, it just said various eugenics laws. Oh, wow, yeah. Which that sounds horrifying. It didn't go into detail on what that was. That's like castration, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's make sure you can't pass your gay-ass genes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't know the specifics and don't know that I want to anyway. Um, so there had been, I'm going to tell you a few cases that were precedent for this case. So one is, uh, Griswold v. Connecticut. So in 1965, there was a law in Connecticut. This is actually about straight people. Um, but we'll like, uh, so there was a law that the use of contraceptives were illegal. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Grizzled v. Connecticut said that married couples had the right to sexual privacy. Um, and then later there was another Supreme Court case that extended those rights to unmarried couples. So basically yep. married couples were, oh, m straight people basically had the right to use contraceptives. Great. Or do whatever they wanted to in the yeah. privacy of their own bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What's interesting to me about all of that, I think. Oh, wait, let's back up. What is sodomy? Butt sex. I don't think that's true. Oh. I think it can also be oral. Oh, really? I thought it was just sex in the butt. I think I think sodomy is like any sex that's not for babies. <laughs> Which is all sex, though. <laughs> to make babies. Oh, gotcha. Oh, well, why don't you look that up? Okay. Sodomy. Sexual intercourse involving anal or oral copulation. Oh, 
I didn't know oral was included in that. I think you're going to get to this, and that was, I th- think, part of the argument. Like, straight people are going to stop blowing each other. Okay, fags, go oh. for it. <laughs> no, that wasn't. Okay. That wasn't a part of it. All right. Um, so, uh, the one case that involved gay people that had been the president... <laughs> president? <laughs> that was the president until this point, um, was <laughs> Bowers v. Hardwick, which was in 1986... Mm-hmm. which is the year I was born, um, where this dude had oral sex in his home. Chris Hardwick? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. And, fuck, what's uh, the... Betty Bowers, America's Best Christian? No, I didn't. I was thinking of Bauer uh, in uh, 24. What's his first name? Oh, yeah. Agent Bauer. Sure, I, yeah. Agent Bauer V. His first name is Agent. Yes. <laughs> I was born to be a CIA agent because my name is Agent. And they're like, accept it. Come on in. Okay, anyway, some dude had oral... I'm assuming Bowers or Hardwick. I don't know which. Um, someone had sex in his home, um, and the sodomy laws were actually upheld because they said that the right to privacy and sexual activity only included the procreative sex mm-hmm. which i don't get because literally the case before said yes you can use contraceptives so yeah. like that's not like that's not really making a baby is using contraceptives was it was it was it about contraception or was it about privacy contraception so they it was specifically about the contraceptive law there was laws that said you couldn't take a pill or wear a thing or like they were very connecticut was very specific about like you can't use any of these contraceptives. Okay. So I like, I just, I just think there are a lot of ways people use to rationalize their homophobia Yeah. and they don't totally align with the truth. And yeah. yeah. Um, so this is where we actually get into the Lawrence v. Texas case. So, uh, this all took place in, uh, or at least it started in 1998, mm-hmm. which like, all of this is way more recent than I think people realize. Queer as Folk was on TV then, right? Was it? I mean, it, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So gay. Um, so Lawrence was 55. Have, quick aside. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Have I told you my theory that the 90s were actually super gay and that, <laughs> and that 9-11 set us back 20 years? No. Why do you think 9-11 set us back? Because I think that everybody was super focused on that super focused on jingoism of yay America. We're awesome. It was, it, it solidified the Christian identity of the United States hmm. and nine 11 was made about Muslims and Islam. Hmm. And that's why that happened. And that we took a turn for nationalism. Like any, it seems like anytime nationalism swells up, quote unquote nationalism, that's bad for anyone that's in the minority. But, but come and co- yeah, it comes with conservative yeah um, values and values and laws. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like making it about Muslims mean they were oh my god, they were treated so horribly. Yep. Even though um, yeah, okay, I could see that. Also, and having lived through the nineties, the nineties were real gay. Like we I, <laughs> we had, I had Ellen, gay. we had Will and Grace. Uh, we had queer folk, is yep. that my parent, maybe? Yep. 
and and it was Sex in the City. Like mm-hmm. th- there were there were lots of gay characters around that were pretty mainstream, relatively speaking. I just I my totally subjective opinion of living in the 90s in college was hey this is this is great this is super gay gay rights is moving forward everything's awesome and then took a big step back during the bush years bush 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 two bush the second (laughs) um yeah i never thought about that but that makes sense also when you destroy two twin penis shaped buildings that are yep you know they wanted to they wanted to touch each other yep Yep, yep. And then they did they in a pile of rubble. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, trans person who said that we maybe make jokes about inappropriate things, you might be onto something. <laughs> okay, so Lawrence, who is 55. Okay. You may recognize him from the title of Lawrence v. Texas. Yes. Um, he had uh, two of his gay friends over, Garner, who was 31, and Eubanks, who was 40. Uh, so Garner and Eubanks had an on again, off again relationship that on Wikipedia, it said it was tempestuous and I couldn't think of a better adjective than tempestuous. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah, I know. Right. Also in my head now playing out the scene, it's James Garner and, and, uh, Kevin Eubanks. Yes. Yes. And, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, these are the characters, 100%. Um, So Eubanks left the apartment to get a soda or something, and he was jealous uh, that Lawrence and Garner were flirting, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Um, So he, when he went to get a soda from the vending machine, he called the police and said that there was a, quote, black man going crazy with a gun. What? If you want police to show up anywhere, even fucking today, yeah. tell the police there's a black man with a gun. That's super fucked up. Yeah. Um, so. That's, that's. He ended up getting like 30 days of jail time for filing a false police report, but then got out early or something. I just think about like hanging out with two of my gay friends and the other two are clearly about to hook up. So I go call the cops on them. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What, what, what kind of fucked up Queens were these? I, okay. Yeah. And like, I feel like today people, have you heard of swatting where people call strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? Yes. The <laughs> business philosophy <laughs> with four quadrants, very detrimental to gay people. No, um, no swatting. Like you call. Like you, I don't know what you have to say to get the SWAT team to show up, but you report something to the police and then the SWAT team fucking shows up and breaks into your house. One of the, so this is common in the video game community. I don't know if that's what they're called, but like people that live stream video game playing, someone will SWAT them and they'll actually, they're live streaming. So they'll get to see the SWAT team show up at their place. Wow. And fuck this so fucked up yeah um super fucked up just recently i saw something that one of the parkland uh shooting survivors was swatted like it's just yeah horrific anyway this is not what this is about it's about yeah but anyway still like yeah ridiculous that that's your reaction to i think well yeah they're i mean they're all drunk that doesn't justify anything but um anyway so uh the police entered uh lawrence's place um, and each of the, there were a few officers and they all reported something a little bit different mm-hmm. later. Um, mm-hmm. one said they were having anal sex. One said they were having oral sex and one said they weren't having sex at all. 
so that's odd that yeah i don't know how you mistake yeah they all look very different like having uh, sex and not uh, having sex those look very different in your butt or in your mouth yeah those are kind of very distinct very di- <laughs> like they're not even like close to each other this is not like vaginal or anal like it's not like very mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's different anyway so the main officer uh quinn <laughs> apparently called had to call the ada to <laughs> to like figure out if he can arrest them for gay shit like he had to call to be like hey is this still a statute like is this still a thing <laughs> so i think it was very uncommon that people are actually arrested for sodomy laws yeah. like by this time um because they only care when it's gay people because they only care they, okay all of this is to say like well I'll, I'll i'll wrap up with that um so turned out yes it was a class c misdemeanor um so People that like Lambda Legal and other groups wanted to use this case as an example to combat the sodomy laws. Mm-hmm. So it was funny when uh, so they originally went to the court and pleaded uh, uh, guilty. No, no, no. They pleaded no contest. No lo contendere. Yep. For all of you Latin speakers, which is no one because that's a dead language. Um and then they so what they ended up doing is changing to plead not guilty mm-hmm. um, and then they ended up getting a fine and it turned out the fine was too low to um, appeal it so they asked the defense asked for a higher fine wow <laughs> and the judge and the prosecution agreed because they knew that they were going to contend this uh oh wow yeah there's it's some trickery so weird yeah it's like hey can you find me a little more <laughs> sure how much you need <laughs> yeah it ended up being like 150 dollar fine was like what you could contend or something huh. so the uh one appellate court said the law was illegal the next appellate court overruled that and said it was legal. Um, so eventually it went on to, oh, and that, the the one that said, no, 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 it's cool, it's totally legal, did not hear any oral arguments about it. They were just like, nope. Had all the oral we need. We, you know, <laughs> you, you got your oral. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> According to one third of the officers. Oh my God, a gay Supreme Court where we have anal arguments. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think your anus would say about some of these decisions recently? Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I love me some cake. <laughs> no, it probably is like, no, no, no. Cake ruling is fine. You eat so much cake and it doesn't feel great for me. Um, anyway, uh, so it ended up going on to the Supreme Court and the the person that pros- was the prosecution had like apparently argued many supreme court cases the person that defended it like the texas attorney general said he wouldn't defend this <laughs> so it went on to a harris county it's where i uh, right by the county i grew up in and so all this is like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. happened in houston and very close to me um so one a district attorney from Harris County, it, which is within Houston, went and uh, the, hit, that person's performance is called the worst oral argument in years. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of and people said that that might be because he didn't give a shit about the law that he was defending. Yeah. Like at this point, I it seems like uh, to me, 
personal opinion now. Like, it seems like there's this case that's, or there's this law that's still in the books that most people don't give a shit about, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. happened to come up because it's still involved. And like, people are like, okay, fine. I have to defend this. Cause I'm <laughs> yeah. like, it just seemed like everyone was like, okay, whatever. And so uh, what ended up happening is the Supreme court invalidated that case. I told you about earlier, the Bowers V Hardwick case yeah, yeah. and said, no, 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 actually, even gay people are allowed to do gay shit in their homestead. Uh, And so uh, when this was decided, there were 10 states that banned consensual sodomy of any gender. So even straight people (laughs) were not allowed. Well, I thought it was just anal then. Anal or oral? Yeah. Okay. In 1998... Y'all straight people were doing oral. I pro- like y'all were fucking doing oral. I promise you in these 10 states. Yeah. Um, and then four states had banned same sex sodomy. So you're okay. One awesome. This, you know, made uh, sodomy, gay sex, whatever. Totally cool. Butt sex for everyone. Everyone have butt sex. It's above board now. We're all welcome to it. Also, you're welcome, straight people, for making your oral... (laughs) Guys, straight guys, you're welcome for making oral sex legal. Yeah. In 10 states, it was not legal for you. Give us... Now it is. Now it is. Thank a gay. Thank a gay. (laughs) Can you imagine just a straight people walking... Are you gay? Thank you for oral. Shakes their hand and then leaves. And you're like, wait. What just happened here? Only if you're in those 10 states. Yep. Uh, So that's Lawrence v. Texas, a really big uh, case for gay rights. That made the butt sex legal. Yep. In every country. In every state. Oh, every state. Shit. We've got a ways to go. Um... So one thing that I didn't hear from you at all uh, is um, Jesus. Was there, was there any Jesus involved in all of that? Uh, yeah. Like, like the, the guy that was defending it in the, in the Supreme Court, you said that he just didn't give a fuck and gave up and like did a yeah. shitty job. Yeah. That surprises me. Usually there are amicus curiae, uh, a friend of the court briefings where people will write in their opinion and then the court considers that as part of their process and so i would be really surprised if there wasn't loads of people that are anti-loads um (laughs) saying no please don't overturn these laws because jesus no 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 jesus wrote an amicus brief on the side of the plaintiffs oh he's like go for it he was like hey (laughs) it's me the jesus (laughs) i have opinions about this and it's cool gay people be fucking and i'm fine with it all right yep great yeah no i didn't read anything and this is all from wikipedia i didn't read anything about jesus i mean i have to assume that i mean the underlying a lot of the underlying factors to this are um religious beliefs but nothing that i read came up about that all right great cool so i wanted to talk to you about loving versus virginia okay because Virginia is against loving. <laughs> no, it's a place for lovers, right? Well, that's what they say now. Mm. Trying to make up for it, I guess. Oh. So it goes way back to the 1660s. Anti. That's so far back. Yeah. Uh, is this an- going to be a really long story? Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, anti-miscegenation laws. So in Wait. the 1660s, uh, there were laws passed in Virginia and Maryland that said that marriage between whites and blacks not, were not cool. That's anti miscegenation anti-miscegenation laws wow i've never heard that so fast forward basically 
in lots of states, mostly in the South, as one might expect, mm. it was illegal for a white person to marry anybody that was a person of color. Many states had the one drop of blood rule, meaning if you found a single non-white relative in a person's ancestry, they were then non-white and therefore couldn't marry a white person. Thomas Jefferson's, all his family was screwed. Fucked. Yep. They could not marry anyone. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, so basically, by the time that this case happened, which was in the 1960s, it was 1967 that the case came up, Mildred Loving, her, at that time her name was Mildred Jeter, she was a woman of color, and Richard Loving, a white guy, they had been sentenced to a year in prison in Virginia for marrying each other. Okay, this is very serious. That sucks. Mildred, such a sixth year. Like, of course her name is Mildred. <laughs> she went by Millie and she played cards. I'm going to almost guarantee you. Yep. Okay, sorry. Yep. Sorry, that sucks. That's she was really up. good at bridge. Yeah. Um, enjoyed Pinochle every now and then yeah. and yep. made great doilies. She <laughs> knit really well. Sure. The 60s, of course she did. Um, she was like a decade away from using a ton of drugs because that's when, you know, she was just really excited about the seventies when, anyway, sorry. Um, so they got married, they fell in love and they got married. And even though it was illegal to do that under Virginia law and so does that mean someone in a, some kind of authoritarian? Nope. Uh, like some kind of authority approved that or signed it or let them get married? Like, did they get legally married, I guess, is what I'm asking. It was an anonymous tip. Oh, my God. What? It was 1958. It just didn't come to... It, it worked its way through the court system and didn't oh. make it to the Supreme Court until 1967. Jesus. Uh, at the age of 18, uh, Mildred became pregnant. In June of 1958, they traveled to Washington, D.C. to marry because they couldn't get married in Virginia mm. because of the Racial Integrity Act of 1924, which made marriage between whites and non-whites a crime. I hate the names of things. Racial integrity. Fuck that. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. So then they got married in D.C. and then they returned to the small town of Central Point, Virginia. Based on an anonymous tip, local police raided their home in the early morning Fuck. hours of July 11th, 1958, hoping to find them having sex. <laughs> given that interracial sex was also illegal in Virginia. Oh, wow. Uh, when they found them sleeping in their bed... <laughs> Mildred pointed out their marriage certificate on the bedroom wall, and they were told that that certificate is not valid in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, they were charged under the Virginia Code, which prohibited interracial couples from being married out of state and then returning to Virginia. And uh, it, it was uh, miscegenation, which is mixed race marriage, it, it, at that time was a felony, punishable by prison sentence of one to five years. Uh, they pled guilty. They were sentenced to a year in prison with the sentence suspended on condition that the couple leave Virginia and not return together for at least 25 years. <laughs> so they moved to D.C. and then sued the shit out of the state of Virginia. <laughs> uh, they still had family in Virginia and couldn't travel together in Virginia as part of their sentence. Oh, so what do you do? Yeah. So they sued. The ACLU took up their case. It went all the way up to the Supreme Court. So basically, it was bullshit. Everybody knew that it was bullshit, and the Supreme Court decided unanimously wow. that all miscegenation laws are unconstitutional. Unanimous is like, in my in the case, and I didn't say Lawrence v. Texas was like five to four. So yeah. it's like, yep, no. even though it's like 
you know, in the nineties or whatever. Anyway, it was unanimous. Crazy. Which, I mean, that's awesome, but I didn't expect that. Which is pretty great. Right. Yeah. Let's see. I did. I did want to say this is really important for the other cases that we're going to talk about later in the podcast because Jesus like oh. sincerely held religious beliefs at the time said that people of mixed races should not be married. One of the people that was part of the prosecution here, uh, one of the judges that heard the case on its way up through the appellate court, uh, Leon M. Bazile issued a ruling and the local court wrote, Almighty God created the races, white, black, yellow, Malay, and red, and he placed them on separate continents. And but for the interference with his arrangement, capital H, his, his arrangement, there would be no cause for such marriages. The fact that he separated the races shows that he did not intend for the races to mix. Because God and Jesus. Like, who, okay, referring to people as yellow and red, <laughs> I don't know, like, maybe that's more modern, like, day, like, that's fucked up. But what was the one you said, Malay? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Um, who, to claim, like, religious, uh, you know, violating religious freedom, it seems like, who, who is the person whose religious freedom that violates? Are they just talking about general societal religious freedom? Or, like, was there a specific person? It's not that religious freedom was being cited. Oh. But religious law was being cited. That religious that, quote unquote law, not actual law. Right, but right. Ex- yeah, right. exactly. That that God had created the races and He separated them, and that we're fucking up His plan by yeah. letting people of different colors be married. And so, um, so sep- nobody's freedom was being was being violated, except I suppose it was in as much as like a good Christian woman shouldn't have to see that abomination of a mixed race couple holding hands. Yeah. Sure. It's really hard on those people. But there also were similar parallels to the gay marriage stuff that we're going to talk about later in that there still were fights about whether businesses had to serve mixed race couples or not. Mm. There were still white and colored bathrooms. Uh, Mm. There was was a lot going on in the 50s and 60s and just, okay, I guess you have to be, we have to let you be married, mixed race people. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to point out that it was a religious argument that was being made. Okay, if you'd think if religion was like, or like Jesus was like, hey, I put all the (laughs) yellow and red people (laughs) on different continents. Why did he let airplanes get invented? Exactly, like (laughs) that was poor planning because boats. Like, you know, that seems like for an omniscient god <laughs> that seems very ill-conceived idea yeah public transportation is a sin <laughs> <laughs> so the decision was released on june 12th 1967 hmm. and it was unanimous uh-huh. struck down all anti-miscegenation laws in the whole country um interestingly enough though of course it took until the year 2000 for Alabama to actually take their anti-miscegenation laws off of their books. So they were unenforceable because they're unconstitutional, but they still left them as law. Yeah. Just because until 2000. June 12th is Loving Day because that's the day that the uh, case was announced. And um, I forgot to mention that uh, Mr. Loving died in a car accident in 1975 and that same car accident caused Mildred to lose an eye. Oh. They were in this horrible car crash together and he died. Wow. But she still fought for marriage rights. 
Um, Wait, so, so was the case still going on? No, no, no. It was oh, decided okay. in 1967. They got to they got to be happily legally married and go to Virginia and see their family for the eight years from 67 to 75 when this car accident happened. Uh, in 2007, which is before Obergefell and Windsor and all of these stuff, uh, so you need to remember the context there. Mm-hmm. In 2007, for the 40th anniversary of the decision, Mildred issued this statement. I believe all Americans, no matter their race, no matter their sex, no matter their sexual orientation, should have that same freedom to marry. I'm still not a political person, but I'm proud that Richards and my name is on a court case that can help reinforce the love, the commitment, the fairness, and the family that so many people, black or white, young or old, gay or straight, seek in life. I support the freedom to marry for all. That's what loving, capital L loving, and loving are all about. Mildred. Yeah, and then she passed away. Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're you're always so close to being like so nice, and then you just drop it like a like, it's like hot. a Fifth Harmony member on the stage. <laughs> That's loving versus Virginia. Oh, loving and loving. Yep. So to sum up, you have to let. People, two people, whether they're of different races or not, get married and know Jesus is not an acceptable reason to say that they can't. <laughs> and um, that also, um, you know, the fact that it took over 30 years for everything to like, I mean, not that everything's totally cool now, but like for all the legal part of it, even Alabama to uh, remove that from the books says that we still have that. I mean, we've seen there are know, fuckers everywhere still. <laughs> I, there are fuckers every, if you take one thing away, it's that there are fuckers everywhere. You look left, fucker. You look right, fucker. You go online, fucker. Yeah. You go, you're on the bus, fucker. Mm-hmm. Fuckers everywhere. There are fuckers everywhere. <laughs> um, but it says that, yeah, like, it makes sense that some of the states are trying to fight back against the Burgerfell ruling, and it's going to take us more time to just really, like, set in that, like, no, shut up, stop being a fucker. Yep. So, I'm going to tell you about Burgerfell. You did so good. Thank you. You've gotten way better at saying <laughs> I've, you know, I practice in the mirror at home, and your O face, my your O Burgerfell face. <laughs> I practice my O Burgerfell face. What I wanted to tell you, because I feel like a lot of people know that uh, a Burgerfell is the case that uh, went to the Supreme Court that decided that same-sex marriage is legal. What I wanted to do is tell you about just a couple of the cases or the, the people that were involved in that case. Yeah, it's a Burgerfell versus Hodges. Yes. I think a Burgerfell was the gay one. Who is Hodges and why is his name on a case? That is a great question. Or her name. I will not answer that. Their name. I won't answer that in this. So Hodges is just, you know, a little hedgehog. Okay. Great. It's just a... An anti-gay, bigoted hedgehog. Yeah. He's a fucker, like all those other fuckers. So many fuckers. Why do I think Hodge sounds like the name of a hedgehog? Um, So there are all these different individual cases that some got grouped together within the state level um and then like all these cases across states got grouped together for the supreme court case okay so there are like so many i thought there were going to be like one or two or whatever couples but there are like 15 couples involved okay um so i'm going to tell you about some of the ones that um 
at least just a, a few of them because if i told you all of them you would not care at by the end by the end of it you wouldn't want gay marriage to exist because you'd be so bored that's like when they do that thing where they like whatever the tragedy is they read all of the names of the victims into a microphone and yeah. like about halfway through i'm like great yeah they're all dead i, I feel, can't listen anymore i feel you know i want to listen and res- or like the end of movies you're like i know all of you worked on this movie but i just can't <laughs> watch your credit like i don't anyway anyway okay so i'm just going to tell you uh a few of the stories about uh the people that were involved in the Obergefell case um and pay no mind to the fact that these are the first ones that show up in wikipedia that's unrelated (laughs) (laughs) they're the most interesting okay so the first one i'm going to tell you about is deboer v snyder um was a case why are you already looking at me oddly nothing no just Just thinking just your face looking at me deboer v snyder yeah great okay uh so april deboer and jane Rose were both nurses, lesbians, lesbians, lesbian nurses, and foster parents. And they wanted to jointly adopt their three children, mm-hmm. all of which had special needs. And the uh, state that they were in, which is one of, one the, of the 50, one of the 50, <laughs> definitely one of them, uh, wouldn't let them. So, like, mm. this is the first one I read, and I was like, okay. If lesbian nurses want to foster or adopt disabled children, disabled children like what? <laughs> sure, this is tearing apart the family values of America. But Kyle, what? Jesus. Jesus hated adoption. <laughs> Only lesbian adoption, though. So um, that was just one I wanted to mention because I just thought, like, there are really great people out there that just yeah. want to do good things but next i'm going to tell you about jim obergefell (gasps) you may recognize his name jim obergefell and john arthur were married out of they lived in ohio but they were married out of state um and they wanted legal recognition in ohio because arthur was terminally ill with als oh god so they wanted to uh put uh obergefell on his death certificate as the spouse. God. What? Nothing is like, are all of the stories going to be like this? Which like, great. I'm glad it worked out the way that it worked out. And why was having two people in love, one of whom is dying? 100%. I mean, uh, all like, so all the stories, I, I picked out the ones that most spoke to me. So yeah. these are vi- like the very, um, the, you know, dramatic. The most tragic. People, yeah. <laughs> but like all the cases are like, these people want to be married and recognized or they want to adopt these kids. And, yeah. it, you know, like all of these are just like, it, yeah. Um, so they ha- they started a case um, to because they wanted the marriage to be recognized, so it can go on the desk. There are other Ohio cases that were then later combined with their case. Um, and this is even before it got combined with the bigger Supreme Court case. So it's like, the if you read it, it says like there are six cases that yeah. were all combined. But like each of those six cases had like all these More different cases, cases which yeah. is why I thought that I could just tell you six stories and then it turned into like 27 and I was like, I don't, I'm too tired for that. Um, so yeah, it's like scruff when 
God. By like the fifth guy, you're like, fine, just fuck me. I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> Wait, is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I just like you think you're just going to go on there and, and respond to a few messages. And yeah, the next thing you know, you've got 40 people coming over. <laughs> at 65 a pop <laughs> you got a profit off of that that scruff pro account is paying for itself mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> we're talking about above board super chill people who want great families not what we're talking about okay so happy uh, pride everybody <laughs> happy pride it's about more than fucking okay um Another Ohio case was uh, the funeral director, Robert Grun, who Obergefell was one of his clients. And he had same sex couples who were clients of his. And he didn't what like he wanted to put the spouse on the death certificate, but also didn't want to get prosecuted because, you know, that was technically illegal in the state. So he didn't like, yeah. you know, he's trying to do the right thing. So yeah, he yeah, joined yeah. in the lawsuit, which is awesome. Um, I, I didn't, I don't know his sexual orientation, but it doesn't matter because like, this was not about, you know, him trying to marry someone. This is like, I want to do the right thing by my clients for my business. I know a gay undertaker in Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so 100% of the undertakers I know are gay. <laughs> well, now, you know, well, no, no of. Um, wait, should we have an episode about funerals? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we should. Should that gay undertaker be on? If I can get him on, sure. He's a fraternity brother, so probably. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, so it's going to be a fun episode. <laughs> Very uplifting. Um, so during the course of the all the legal shit, uh, John Arthur died. Oh. Which... Not too surprising considering, you know, they were trying, they were, they filed this case because they wanted Obergefell to be on the death certificate. So they, you know, they knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, ALS, terminal disease. Yes. Yeah. It still sucks. It's still hard. Um, and I, I, I get logically why did this, but I still, I, I hate it. Uh, the defendants moved to d- dismiss the case as moot since John Arthur died. Oh, my God. That's just, yeah. So I get why they did that, because, like, you're filing a case because you're married and want it to be on the thing, but now oh, he's dead. Doesn't like, matter anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, that just feels so gross to me. Like, yeah. and I don't, ugh, like, yeah, the entire purpose why the two of them filed this case was because they knew he was going to die. So, like, ugh, that just, I ugh, when I read that, I was like, that's, ugh. It also goes to show just how dirty people are willing to be to not have to deal with gay people and butt sex. Yeah, totally, totally. The judge and all kinds of other things, actually. Yeah, like yeah. Um, uh, same thing about like interracial couples getting married and yeah. you know what they'll use to. Anyway, the the judge denied that, which is great, but still, it just felt so gross that that was a um, a thing that happened during the course of it. Another case that ended up getting merged with this was David. I should have read these out loud before I talked to you. Michener and William Herbert Ives, um, who also married out of state. Um, they had three adoptive, adopted kids, and Ives died unexpectedly um, of a heart infection. Mm. So they... I didn't even know your heart could get infected. Uh, yeah, you got to watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Hey, tip. <laughs> the what? more you know, Watch Rainbow. Out. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out for your heart. 
Don't get it infected. It's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so similar idea of like, you know, just wanting to be treated like a married couple, which they were, but not in Ohio. Anyway, uh, something that stood out to me was uh, the oldest of their three kids, uh, adopted kids, was Anna. She was uh, oldest daughter and also a person of color. Um, she said, Daddy, you're being treated like the blacks and the women voters because you have to fight for everything. Yep. Which is so interesting that the oldest daughter, I don't know how old she was. I don't know how old kids are by looking at them. She was anywhere from five to 20. I don't somewhere in that range. Yep. She yep. looked like she could talk, but didn't look like she could pass a bar exam. I don't know. But the fact that she, even she could recognize, yeah. hey, women's suffrage, black rights, like these are... Yeah. Um, it's just like, it takes a very, it doesn't precocious. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I started to, I don't know. It, it does not take a person with a law degree to decide that, like to realize how connected all of these things are anyway. Um, so there were some other, there were other cases that also got combined there. Um, there were in Ohio, there are also four, Legally married couples, again, like you can marry out of state, three were lesbians expecting children. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, and one was a gay couple adopting a son. But those are just a few of the stories that ended up being combined into a Burgerfell when they uh, went to the Supreme Court. And I'm now leaving out, like, there, like I said, there are like a whole bunch of others, mostly around like, you know, people that were married in a different state, wanted their rights recognized or wanted to adopt children or whatever. Yeah. And like the, it's so crazy. All of that, all of this says to me, it's so crazy. The argument that, I mean, the argument that this is destroying family values, oh like these people are people that are having children and want to adopt them to get want to have these children together want to be want able to, to bury the person they love want to bury the person they love and 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 have the same rights as a straight person want to adopt children together like all of these are actually literally the opposite of that in that they are supporting family values want to be a family so that again goes to show that there this is the surface level arguments that people have are not the actual like but jesus but jesus but jesus was like adopt children unless you're super gay mm -hmm. <laughs> um so of course but well, that i think that's in like two corinthians yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and jesus said upon the land adopt children and unless you lie with another man and you're a man and you have gay butt sex mm -hmm. a little was lost in translation but that was the gist but yeah. sex if Again, you add th to anything and it makes it old timey. Anyway, so all these things come together. And of course, then uh, the case, they, Obergefell won. The, all the, they won and we did it. And we're now totally equal and things yeah. are great. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> but everybody in the country could get married even if they were gay. Even if they were gay, even if they were interracial gay, even if they were... That's the only examples I can think of. Interracial gay marriage. Uh, Man. Somebody in Alabama just 
died. <laughs> just hearing that just, phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Someone in Alabama is driving their car. They just swerved and crap. They're like, I feel it. For some reason, they're listening to us, probably by accident. Yeah, they accidentally clicked on this. Uh, they're like gay, super gay son listens to this. And they didn't know what it was before. They're like, what is that? And they just like felt a disturbance in the force and just swerved off the road and died. Uh, so sorry to that person. Eh, I'm not sorry. No. <laughs> Um, are you going to talk about something? Sure. Yeah. So uh, we would be remiss if we did not discuss the Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission case that was just decided yesterday. This is not coincidental that we're talking about the Supreme Court. Also, <clears throat> I like the idea of remiss as like someone who gets their birth certificate, the trans person who gets their birth certificate changed from male to female, like correctly like they're like they've been a miss this whole time but <laughs> when the co when they like actually convert their documents they're remiss yeah 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 that's what i've i've redefined that word as and i like it they remiss they remiss yeah they were already miss but they remiss they miss again i think that's like when you come on someone's face twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> You, I was going to say, like, you accidentally pee next to the toilet, and then, like, later on, you come back and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of these fair definitions. Anyway, what were you saying about important things? So, Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission. The background of this case is that the state of Colorado passed a law saying you cannot, in business transactions, discriminate against a person because of their sexual orientation. There was a cake shop. In Lakewood, Colorado, Masterpiece Cake Shop, which, first of all, bitch, <laughs> Masterpiece? It's very... What? How pretentious of you to say that your fucking cake is a fucking masterpiece, you fucking knob. Okay, but in business... <laughs> marketing Kyle Lyle. Yeah, we. I, I often feel very uncomfortable about marketing our own podcast because it's weird to brag about yourself. So we have to invent this fake person called Lyle who helps us market things. Yeah. Also, I may be a little bit multiple personality disorder. This has created a fissure in my brain. <laughs> Better than your butthole. I know. I know. I had that and it didn't go great. Um, no, but like, yeah, I mean, like what you are is what you tell people. So I get that. Yep. 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 Sorry. Great. So <laughs> in 2012, and this is before Obergefell, Charlie Craig and David Mullins made plans to be married in Massachusetts because Colorado didn't recognize same-sex marriage at the time, hmm. returned to Colorado to celebrate with their family and friends, and they visited Masterpiece Cake Shop in July of 2012 to order a custom wedding cake for their uh, what's it, reception when they got back from their wedding in Massachusetts. Okay. And, and this is really detailed, so I don't know if you know this, but like, do you know what the request was? Was it like, make us a gay-ass cake? Or was it like, please make a three-tiered cake with rainbow on the inside and put two gentlemen on the top? Like, I don't have that level of detail. That's but they did want a custom wedding cake. Yeah. So okay. it so wasn't they, just a, like, I'll take that one already made okay. on the shelf. This was, I we want you to make this and have it look like this. Okay. Which is important. I think that's, well, maybe not necessarily important to the decision, but that comes up in the, like... Arguments about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, the, the owner, Jack Phillips, who is Christian and a fucker, 
declined <laughs> He's their... He's <laughs> one of those fuckers that's... They're everywhere, including cake shops. <laughs> uh, he declined their cake request, informing the couple that he did not create wedding cakes for same-sex marriages because of his Christian religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. He did say that the couple could purchase other baked goods in the store, just not a wedding cake. Okay. Um, or th- was it... Or a custom cake? So did he have like... I don't know. Oh, just not a wedding. Oh, so we didn't believe they should get married. So wedding, but you can buy a a fucking cupcake. Yep. Great. Yep. The scones are right here. No (laughs) wedding cake for you. Have you considered a delicious panache? A a tray of croissants instead of a wedding cake. (laughs) Oh, it'll be great. Um, So the next day, uh, Craig's mother, Deborah Munn, called Phillips who said masterpiece does not make wedding cakes for same-sex weddings because of my religious beliefs and because Colorado doesn't recognize same-sex marriages. So they, and this is something that fucking conservatives say all the time. Why did you just go to a different bakery? Mm -hmm. They did. They went to a different bakery, had their cake. It was great. And their cake and they ate it too. It was delicious. (laughs) Um, It was, (laughs) we don't know for sure, but we assume it was super gay and super delicious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, And also I will admit that like that, that is, has been in the past. My thought process too. I've been on the side of the conservatives of like, just go to a different place and you have changed my mind. So Mm. I'll just like put a pit in that because I want to keep talking about it but the idea of going to another place has been my opinion like uh, coming from the place of i don't want to fucking support a place that doesn't support gay people that is that you know anti-gay go to a different place that does support gay people so i just want to mention that you know i've had that belief and get that belief um and and just want to yeah 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 so mention that so but keep going sure 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 um I, I want to come back to that too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- they made a complaint to the Colorado civil rights commission and said that under the state's public accommodations law that they were discriminated against because of their sexual orientation and that this business needed to be charged or penalized. So the commission said, yeah, you can't discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Big fine. They appealed and uh, the Supreme Court of Colorado ultimately declined to hear the appeal. They're like, no, this is Colorado law. This is this is how it goes. You you can't discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. And you did. Hmm. One of the things that I think is interesting about that appeal process was they tried to say that they were being treated differently because uh, there was another case brought to the commission uh, by William Jack in which he had gone to three bakeries to ask them to write the message, homosexuality is a detestable sin, Leviticus 18.22, on a cake. And three different bakeries said, no, fuck yourself. (laughs) So he complained to the commission (laughs) and said that they were uh, violating his freedom of exercise of religion because they wouldn't put that on a cake. (laughs) And uh, the the, the commission argued, anyway, anyway, so... the, the. the point being, lots of conservatives like to say, "Well, should Jews have to make cakes for Nazis?" and hmm. and and um, at at the end of the day, that sounds like a hypothetical, but it actually happened. Hmm. Like it actually happened in Colorado that dude went around to bakeries to say, "Like, yeah, I want you to write that gay sex is fucked up yeah. on this cake." And and when when he was denied that, went after them. And what happened in those cases? Do you know? Uh, so uh, they said the bakeries 
had successfully argued that they had made other cakes for lots of Christian customers. They declined that particular order because of the offensiveness of the message, not because the person asking for it was Christian. Oh, so if like Masterpiece Cake Dude made super gay cakes, but this one showed, you know, one bro with his pants off receiving sodomy. Correct. Correct. Then he'd be like, nah, you know. Correct. Okay. So it it wasn't it wasn't that those other bakeries were like, no, we don't serve Christians. They do. It was that regardless of your religion, we're not putting that hateful shit on a cake. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, so went all the way up to the Supreme Court. They released their decision yesterday. Lots of people expected this was going to be a landmark decision. Everyone is looking very carefully at the court to say, does your religious freedom, does your religious expression when it butts up against the rights of gay people not to be discriminated against in the in a business transaction mm-hmm. who wins who, yeah and and gay or religion and um it, so the supreme court actually totally sidestepped that answer they didn't that's not the question that they were answering and they have not ruled on that decision so we have- well, which that alone what you're saying right now i think is really important to underscore because a lot of people are taking the decision that they made as a ruling on religious freedom and right. and what you're saying right now is that's not the case that it is, is not, not the case it is not ruling on religious freedom versus gay stuff y- yeah well it it is a tiny bit oh, okay it just isn't answering that question okay the Supreme Court decided seven to two. So it was actually a really lopsided decision. Mm-hmm. They decided seven to two in favor of the baker. The reason that they sided with the baker, and it's only in this particular case, so it was narrowly construed to just this case. Uh, the Colorado Commission, in their internal documents and in their investigative process for this incident, were clearly anti religion. They were openly hostile to Christianity and Christian beliefs about same-sex marriage. And uh, so the court ruled that they were violating the First Amendment right to freedom of religion. And I read some of the things that they said Yeah, and, um, when I was reading about this just myself. And I get that I, <laughs> I may or may not say some slightly negative things about religion on occasion sometimes just like roughly even to a priest right to his face sometimes directly (laughs) to a priest who's gay it's fine um no one's emailed us about that and been like that's not great (laughs) but i read some of the things they said about religion and even i was like yeah you can't say that like although i talk about that in a legal context I, I agree. Like, I agree that some of the shit that they said is, like, not cool. I support people's religious freedom as long as it doesn't harm other people. Yep. You know, all that good, all the, all the good stuff that our country was founded on. And I, yeah. Yep. I actually, like, kind of agree with some of this. Yeah. We'll talk more about that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So, in the decision, in the majority's decision, they specifically said, we are not answering this question right now, right? Mm. They said, quote, the outcome of cases like this in other circumstances must await further elaboration in the courts, all in the context of recognizing that these disputes must be resolved with tolerance without undue disrespect to sincere religious beliefs and without subjecting gay persons to indignities when they seek goods and services in an open market. So uh, they're, they're specifically saying religious freedom is important, 
gay people getting to buy wedding cakes without being fucked with is important. We're not deciding about that conflict right now. Hmm. Which I actually think a lot of us, you know, for taking really strong sides on either side of this, I actually think a lot of us could agree religious freedom is important. We don't want the government to decide on religion. We want people to be able to express their religious, their religion freely. And we think gay people should be able to be gay and like not, they have personal liberties and freedom just inherently by being a person so i actually think a lot of us are probably more on the same side of like we agree with both those and then like the little sliver of like where does that where's that line drawn is the disagreement and you know of course nowadays everything is like if you slightly disagree then you know you're just every like the opposite you're a side devil is that hates america exactly <laughs> it doesn't yeah so i i really think that we are all more on the same side if we really talk about some of the issues involved rather than i don't know like if we talked about more about our similarities and differences there would be a different conversation so yeah i agree with you i agree with you i think hanging out with my dad recently actually mm-hmm. made me realize that we've become so detached from the personhood of people on the other side that Mm. we forget how reasonable they can be when you just have a conversation. Same, exactly the same with my dad who voted for Trump. He doesn't love Trump. Like he's not a huge Trump fan, but um, voted for Trump. And when we talk about things, we're like 95% Mm -hmm, on the same mm -hmm, page. mm -hmm. And when you start out talking like you're crazy, you're crazy. We don't, we, we're, we're both very, it's fun talking to my dad about this because it's, we're both very reasonable. And then we realize like, oh my God, we're so close (laughs) to the same, like I bet it's so stupid. He and I could sit down being on like me, Democrat, him, Republican leaning, like both of us leaning that way. We could sit down and I bet you decide a reasonable uh, agreement or compromise on most things. Mm -hmm. And we'd be able to figure it out together, mm-hmm. which is so crazy that Congress or whatever can't do it. Yep. But. Yep. 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 Oh, something. I wanna, so oh, I've seen all these things that say that, um, the decision was a narrow decision. I didn't understand that until what you s- said. So it's not that it was seven, it's like seven to two. That seems very, like you said, lopsided, but the narrowness that people are talking about is because it was narrowly focused on this case, not a broad decision about, how religion and gay people right okay right 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 so when when they when they talk about so there's there's the the number of justices on each side Mm -hmm. um that sort of tells you something about like when it's unanimous you assume like oh that's just the right answer Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and if it's a five four decision you're like oh this was controversial and like maybe it's a little murky yeah yeah, so seven to do decision is pretty pretty lopsided and i i I think it's reasonable to to assume that it means it was pretty clear what the right answer was yeah uh uh, ruth bader ginsburg and sonia sotomayor were the only two that voted uh uh, against the decision but then when when you talk about the scope of a ruling Mm. you say whether it is a landmark broad ruling or whether it is a narrow ruling because they can say we're just we're ruling for kyle yeah Kyle wins, but don't assume that that no. means all of the Kyles of the world are automatically <laughs> yeah. in the same boat. No one else is Kyle. But then there's there's the landmark cases like Lawrence v. Texas that said, but sex for these two people is perfectly legal and, oh, by the way, legal for Every, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, 
specifically in Lawrence v. Texas, they specifically said this overrules the decision of Bowers v. Hardwick, which was the one that said, like, nah, it's cool, discriminate on You know, like, yeah. they, like the, the decision was, which now I'm understanding a landmark decision in that they said this invalidates that other decision and everyone needs to go by this thing. Yep. Oh, got yep. it. Okay. Yep. That makes fine. That finally makes more sense. Hmm. That, and that's, as far as like the technicalities of the case, that's all I have, but th- this is a huge can of worms we can talk about. Well, uh, tell, tell me more about what we mentioned, but didn't go into details that I want to is go to another baker, go to another baker. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I like to point out is, uh, I grew up in a town with one grocery store. Mm-hmm. There was one bakery. If they were to say to me as a gay person, no, not doing that, I can go to another bakery, but the nearest other bakery is like a 15 minute drive across the river. <laughs> like, why should I be that inconvenienced? Hmm. If, if there's only, what if there are no other places to go? Yeah. Growing up in Eastern Washington, it is red, red, red. It is, it mm-hmm. is super Republican. That's just true. Mm-hmm. So even though the nearest next bakery was that 15 minutes away, what mm. if they said no? The next nearest bakery after that is 20 minutes away in Yakima. Mm. What if, and there's lots of bakeries up there, but <laughs> what if they all said no? Yeah. What if I have to drive to fucking Seattle where it's a blue liberal bubble yeah. to find a baker that will do that? That's a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking and, like not even bakeries, like just the fact, like talking about grocery stores. Oh, like, yeah. What if to yeah. get your groceries, they said, I will not serve you. Right. I will not give you groceries because I'm supporting a household with same sex couple. Yep. Um, and, and again, like that's the part where I like, I don't think that's a slippery slope argument. That's like the literal translation of businesses can uh, discriminate based on their religious beliefs. Yep. 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 And um, a lot of people, what I, I well, I was, I, I was discussing this with someone on Twitter, and I say discussing, even though they were insulting me, but I was trying to be uh, very polite. I'm glad I was doing this and not you. Magnanimous. You know the the idea that Congress or is it Congress or the state or something, the government shall make no law um, regarding the religious the exercise or the, the establishment of, re- of religion or the, the free exercise thereof. Thank you human government <laughs> quotes.com um, the idea that we are not allowed to make any laws that limit that is crazy because we already have laws that try it's not that they're limiting the exercise of uh religion it's trying to define what is the exercise of religion? Like, yeah. you know, the like trying to figure out what that means, the definition of that is kind of murky. I mean, uh, yeah. so much of, you know, the laws are so murky and that's why we have the ju- judicial system to decide on what does this mean? And that's why I have precedent uh, through cases and all like, so we already limit the exercise of religion, the free exercise of religion, um, I think an example that in one of the articles I read pointed out is like, you cannot sacrifice a person yep. just because your religion says you can. Like, you may say that that's the f- that inhibits your free exercise of religion, but that goes against like that person's freedom. And like, so they're there. If we all agree that you can't kill someone because of religion, yep. then you already agree 
that there is some limitations to the free exercise of religion yep. or not even limitations. It's just what is the definition of free exercise of religion? One of the ones that I keep coming back to is that mm -hmm. the Mormon religion said multiple marriages, plural yeah. marriages are a blessed part of God's plan. Mm -hmm. And so we said it with, with bigamy laws, we, we said no, <laughs> one marriage. Yeah. Which... Uh, and, and so we have already in a very big way said to a whole religion, no, fuck yourself. Like, Did we say that in a big way or a bigamy way? No, and although, <laughs> which is a weird example, which I actually, actually gave to this person who I was talking to on Twitter, but like, it's weird. It's a weird example to give because I think people should be able to um, sure. marry multiple people. That's about subjugation as opposed to yeah, they, like a polyamorous kind of a situation. They associated that so strongly with uh, marriage of like non-consensual marriage or marriage of under, underage people. But I think polyamory, like just fucking do it. So something I, I found really interesting reading through all this stuff about the, the cake bullshit <laughs> is the parallels between this and the Loving versus Virginia time. Oh, that we had we had whites only counters at cafes mm. right and and whites versus colored bathrooms and we had all of this separation that was supposedly perfectly legal at least at the time until we got our shit together and fixed it i hear that something about buses yeah right your buses were right. somehow should divided you sit in the front or should you sit in, <laughs> sit in the back yeah and um so there's this case that is actually coming out of washington state about flowers another wedding type of a thing hmm. but um washington has a very similar law to that of colorado that no if you are a open to the public business and you do business you can't not do that business with gay people just because you don't want to. Hmm. And um, so there was a, it's Arlene's flowers down where I grew up in fucking Benton County, wow. Washington. And uh, there was a, there was a couple that wanted flowers for their wedding and um, th they'd been customers of this store for nine years. But when they asked the owner, when they asked her to provide uh, flowers for their wedding, she said, no, citing her quote relationship with Jesus Christ. And that went through Washington's similar process. And um, Hopefully was Washington a little bit better than the Colorado? Uh, I mean, uh, un undetermined. It went, oh, okay. it went all the way through our process. And so far it has sided every time with the gay couple, not oh, okay. with the florist. Hopefully and, they, hopefully they treated them with respect, which is what was missing from the Colorado case, which is the big reason, the reason. I hope so too. It, yeah. Uh, although she has filed a petition to the Supreme Court hmm. is a potential case for them to hear hmm. if they if they decide to pick it up. That was a big lead in to just say, I love this quote. So uh, in the Washington State Supreme Court, Justice Cheryl Gordon McLeod wrote, quote, this case is no more about flowers than civil rights cases were about sandwiches. Hmm. It's not Meaning about people that like black people trying to buy sandwiches from a quote unquote white deli or right. whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not about sandwiches. It's about you hate black people. Yeah. It's not about flowers. It's about you hate gay people. Yeah. Which is exactly, you know, like the, all the cases we're talking about, I feel like are masking 
if you hate gay people or you hate black people or you hate interracial marriages, if you hate those things, you are using a lot of people use the Bible mm-hmm. as masks for their hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, or use other excuses for what they don't like. It starts from the feeling of hate and discomfort, and then they build a case for themselves of why that's justified. And the the Bible is replete with ways to justify a feeling of hatred or discomfort well, against lots of things. I don't even think it's the Bible. I think it's the pastors that, you know, the people that talk, like the, the leaders of the church that can validate your opinions about that. Yeah. Despite the like minimal evidence in the actual Bible or how Jesus actually acted, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're on purpose. Like to their credit, I don't think it's on purpose. I don't think they know that they are using religion to validate their homophobia or racism. I think people are pretty terrible at introspecting on why do I feel this way. They right. just do everything that I they can. I just said, I, that's Freudian. They (laughs) they do everything that they can to feel secure in what they already feel. Right. Which is why I I think in the past you've pointed out like, okay, I don't get this thing. Or like, I think we talked about non-binary people and you were like, I don't get this. Yeah. And I want to explore this more like that, which I was like super, you've been worried about posting some of those Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to everyone to listen Mm -hmm. when we're supposed to be gay and super queer and liberal and like we support everyone. But I think that's really important to show that you need to take the time to reflect on your opinions about things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why did we do this? Where did we come from? (laughs) Why are we here? Um, (laughs) So I, I, I did want to talk briefly about something. Mm. That's this podcast. We want to talk about maybe something. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. there's an interesting reversal that I just discovered uh, a couple of days ago about why don't you just go to a different bakery? Oh, okay. Why don't you just go to a state that will let you discriminate, baker? Like, why is it the gay person's job to move on? Oh. Like, you opened a business, you're licensed in the jurisdiction that you're licensed in. That comes with laws and rules. If you don't like the laws and rules that are constrained on your baking masterpieces, <laughs> why don't you go somewhere else? Are there other states where it's like legit to discriminate in your business against Right people? now it is. Ah, fuck. There that are sucks. 21 states that currently have laws on the books that say businesses can't discriminate against gay people. But that means that there are <sighs> 29 where you can. Wait, that, it's, that adds up to 50. <laughs> Ta-da! I get, I get it. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Dirty pop. Sodomy. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're gonna do our gay straightest. We're gonna do our gay straightest. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. You can find us on so many social media things. All the things. Uh, look up at Gayish Podcast on Twitter and uh, Instagram and YouTube and Facebook at slash groups slash Gayish Podcast. And great things are happening. <laughs> Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And... Wait, you <laughs> fucker. Okay, our phone number is 
four two four <laughs> nine eight six one our hotline is five eight five five gayish which is five eight five five four two nine four seven four standard rate supply don't don't do the thing i said that was wrong <laughs> i didn't remember it uh gays and straightest gays and straightest um okay you want me to go first? Yeah. Great. So the gayest thing about me this week is I watched the new Netflix original movie, The Kissing Booth. Oh. Just for that boy who's shirtless a lot and worth it. I <laughs> Give it to me, I'm worth it. I'm thinking that song. Okay. One more example of the older I get, the boys they cast for high school studs are just hotter <laughs> and hotter all the time. Well, I've not heard of this Netflix thing. Oh, okay. Well. We're going to find a picture right now. Uh, kissing booth. I mean, that's him. Hello. He looks like Colton Haynes. By that, do you, mean, with... do you mean perfect? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Colton Haynes mixed with like uh, Matt Balmer. He's so pretty. It's just like people that are perfect are like i don't know but he's not bore. he's not that perfect like his when, his head is a little too big his forehead's a little too big and his butt chin is very pretty but like okay um i don't know like people that are perfect are starting to bore me i know um, you keep but, saying that <laughs> but you don't right. know how wrong you are about that <laughs> tell your dick to get it together um and then the straightest thing about me this week uh i went to costco today uh-huh which is straight enough yeah it's true but i went by the men's t-shirt aisle and i just grabbed a bunch didn't try them on i just grabbed like four t-shirts just <laughs> bing bang ba bong bong i think that's how straight people shop yeah yeah no this will be fine i'll yeah. just wear this thing what color were they uh one is a star wars graphic tee <laughs> all right reinforcing the straight thing all right uh oh, actually so this is actually kind of gay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing it. Calvin Klein V-neck oh. tees uh, were like super on sale. Uh, and also, like straight bros though, like fucking love the deep V. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it could be a straight thing too. Vagina. The deep vagina. <laughs> oh, I also picked up a pair of uh, board shorts without trying them on. <laughs> Yeah. Board shorts? I didn't know those like were Like Surfer still a Bro. Thing. All yeah. right. Good for you. I don't think they are a thing. I think <laughs> it's just a thing at Costco. Thing a thing at Costco. That's fair. Um, okay. So my gayest thing is my Twitter feed. Ooh. Okay. D- <laughs> did you have this thing like on day one of June, like all these Oh my God. Oh my God. Like happy Pride. Pride. Happy Pride. Pride, Pride, Pride. Happy Pride, just Pride. Here's rainbows Pride. and Pride. Yeah. And just, I was just like, oh my God, everything's so gay and I love it. It's yep. great. It was great. Yeah. Um, so my straightest thing. Okay. I was in, I forget, some kind of rideshare something. And the driver was like talking about ladies and how they were less clothed now that it's almost summer oh yeah and i didn't he would like he said that multiple times and i didn't say anything like in my mind i'm like he's trying to talk to you about chicks and how hot they are yeah yeah and in my mind i'm like <laughs> that's so fucked up like don't that's <laughs> gross don't talk about ladies and what they're wearing while we're driving like it was just so gross but i didn't say anything and we objectify dudes when i drive you around in my jeep that's fine though, right? <laughs> that's that's isn't that like feminism in action? I mean, being, objectifying men instead of ladies. Being gay means a double standard that I think we've earned. 
I think that's what we call a triple standard. Um, and it was just like, it was very uncomfortable, but I just didn't say anything. And that, I don't know. I just felt later, like, no, during it and later, I just felt super gross about not saying anything, but I don't, I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable with confrontation and yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. This has been Gage. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to Obergefell and Lawrence, who apparently did some lawsuits. Thank you to Scalia for dying. (laughs) It was very helpful to us, (laughs) Gage. And thank you to RBG for just keep on living. Just living the good life. Yep. (laughs) Um... More thank yous. I think that's it. Yeah. Great. Great. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Guts. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. And hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way, do you hear? what your words bring oh p.s i'm gay everyone is in hell and you're included (laughs) gay people are no different because straight people are burning too there's no heaven everyone is burning together We're all together burning in hell.